Here we go, everybody. Welcome. We are GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source. And it's a Wednesday. And you hear the music. And yes, you are right. That means it's time for a Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And we'll be talking with our realty expert, Adam Helgeson, in just a minute. Look, if you're feeling cramped, uncramp yourself. And you won't feel overwhelmed by the idea of selling your home while you buy another. And you won't come down with a case of the, oh no, what have we done? Because our network agents have the expertise to see you through the entire journey and get your family where they need to be. Now, let's go get you home. All right, and we are back, and we're back with our realty expert, Adam Helgeson. Adam, how are you today? I'm doing good. If I was any better, I'd be John Roberts. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Uh, been a couple of weeks uh anything new and exciting happening in your world not really same stuff different day the market's slowing a little bit but uh buyers are still still out there Mm -hmm. so yeah no big uh soccer tournaments or anything like that no missed the last uh, final softball game was last night in fargo um daughter played a doubleheader i missed it um the uh Berkshire Hathaway took out the top producers, so we went out and had a little awards dinner and um, ate some good food at Skies and had some drinks. And so top producers, you were invited? I was. Yeah, yes. meaning you must be a top producer. I am, yes. Oh, that's got to be pretty cool, though, huh? It is. Yeah, it was, it was really good. I made the President's Club. So oh, wow. Top 2% of Berkshire Hathaway. So. And and you decided uh, you're, you're not going to take the day off and and celebrate or anything, or you're just hard hard at it because I, I don't. Do. Yeah, you don't take much time off, do you? No, I get bored yeah. very easily. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> um, you know, in, in your world, uh, in the realty world, agency is a huge word. Uh, it, it to me, I mean, I'm trying to learn as much as I can from you guys, but to me, it probably has more than one meeting. It does. Oh. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think, oh, what agency are you going to work for? And they think of, you know, the real estate companies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then your individual agent, you know what I mean? And there's different types of agents. Okay. You know, um, there's the, the buyer's agent, the seller's agent. Um, you can have, you know, dual agency. You can have an appointed agent. Um, I mean, there's different different agencies when it comes to each realtor. Mm-hmm. Now, what is uh, North Dakota agency disclosure? What does that mean? I, uh, I, I try to look up some of these terms here just to make me seem a little smarter, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it works. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, Thanks. <laughs> uh, the North here, wait, Dak- let's do this. Yeah, that works. Didn't work. No. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the North Dakota agency disclosure is a form I like to go over with my clients. Um, right away um, it is a mandated form and it kind of explains the difference um, until they are under contract with an agent they're mm-hmm. technically just customers okay um, now real estate's very cutthroat 
Yeah. Right? And I let my clients know that, you know, I mean, even my customers that come talk to me, I'm like, hey, just be careful what you say, who you say it to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of clients, open houses kind of slowed because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. But they're starting to get back up. So a lot of people go, um, you know, looking at an open house and let's, you know, for example, uh, John, let's say you're the agent that has that house listed for sale, right? Okay. And uh, client walks in and agents always try to get to know people. You know what I mean? It's a way to sure. build leads or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Have you been pre-approved? They talked. Oh, yeah, we're pre-approved through this and this. We're up to 180, blah, 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 or whatever. And they start, clients start talking just to be friendly. Um, and now they come back to me and they're like, hey, uh, you know, we, we went and looked at this house, an open house, and we want to put an offer. I think we should offer 160 right? Well, now we put in an offer and you recognize their name because agents have a sign-in sheet, mm-hmm. one, just to keep track who comes through in case stuff's missing or whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. hey, those are the people, you know what I mean? If the agent's smart, they're taking notes. They, they said they're pre-approved for 180. They just put an offer for 160. So we know they are approved for more. So let's, oh. you know what I mean? Let's hold out with our, you know what I mean? So it's sure. very cutthroat. So um, agency, once you get under contract with an agent, you know what I mean? If you're buying That'd be a buyer's agent, right? Um, they'll, they'll, they should help you through the process and let you know, you know, what to do, what to say. So you, you, your business is is kind of like mine, um, especially when I'm digging up news and information and maybe gossip. Uh, I have to use the term off the record a lot. Uh, yeah. I would imagine that happens with you guys too. Then, yeah, I mean, even talking between agents or BSing around the office. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to be very careful. If you have a listing for sale, you can't say anything about that listing being a, you know, seller's broker that sure. would deprement the sale or put the negotiating strategies of that seller in jeopardy. So you have to be very cognizant of what you're saying around certain people. So um, that's why making sure that, you know, you have those agencies and that's where, you know, for sale by owners too, they'll have their house listed and they'll be telling, yeah, I mean, we have it for 280, but you know, I mean, ultimately we'd sell it for 250 or we were talking around to friends <laughs> yeah. or, you know what I mean? Whatever. Well, they're not doing themselves any justice. Uh-huh. So. You know, now me, if I had a house that I thought was worth 280, I'd say, well, let's start at three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. And again, I learned so much of this about you. I always thought to myself, why don't more people sell their homes on their own? I mean, obviously, now I'm figuring it out because I've learned so much about this. But um, why wouldn't I start high then? Well, then, because if you overprice it for the market, right, then, mm-hmm. it, ju- then it just sits. I mean, sure, agents sure. agents know that. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially when the market's hot, you don't want to, a lot of agents are acting an extra 15, 20 grand onto mm-hmm. it. You don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, now it's like, well, we can always come down. But if you do it at market value, right, if you, if you list it right, you're more likely to get multiple offers and have it go over asking sure. than it is to price it high. Right. You know what I mean? And then, cause you still have to worry about appraisal and the appraisers don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, um, they, they write down what they see. Yep. Cause there's certain guidelines and stuff they have to go through. So um, now if you were my agent uh, and I was selling my house and I told you I wanted 280 for it and you thought it was worth more, but you would settle that right away. Yeah, I'd tell you, no, I think we should go higher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do a market analysis. Like, um, I was just talking with a client yesterday about a 10 acre property outside of Crookston, and I did my market analysis, and that was without seeing it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I said, hey, we should be here. And he's like, well, 
that's kind of where I was thinking, you know what I mean? Because it has the range, but I'm like, hey, to be aggressive based on current conditions and yep. everything, I think we should go here. And he's like, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, we can add or not, we could recommend mm-hmm. a, a price, but we can't tell you, hey, this is what it's going right. to sell for. Or this is what you should do. But we can say, hey, this is kind of where I would put it. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. you know? um, How busy are you now? Is there a lot of things going on in, in your world here? Oh, yeah, it is. Showing um, a lot of houses? Yep, showing a lot of houses. Got clients coming in, um, you know, especially on the buyer side. Um, one thing I just want to warn people about when it comes to agency is the dual agent. Dual right? agent. We haven't talked about that one yet. Okay. So a lot of people, let's say we, I'm Mr. Client and I go to your open house, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, the person doing the open house represents the seller. Sometimes, okay, yep. sometimes if, if I'm busy or whatever, uh, you know, our, the newer agents will do open houses for mm-hmm. the other agents that are busy or whatever. But a lot of times the agent doing the open house is the one that has it listed for sale. Yep. So you come in there, you like it, you know, you say, hey, yeah, I'm interested. And you talk to that agent about putting in an offer. Okay. So now that agent is representing you and the seller. So they have to be very careful what they can and cannot say. Um, you know what I mean? They're kind of jeopardizing. I'm too blunt. Very rarely, <laughs> truth of it, very rarely will I do dual agency. Uh-huh. So, you know, if it's my house, you come to my open house and you know what I mean? I'll take you, I'll show you around, I'll show you other houses. But ultimately, if you want to put an offer on, on my listing, I will refer you to another agent in my office that that way you can get the proper representation. Yes, I'm giving away money because I'm giving up part of my commission, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have my clients represented properly than doing the dual agency. Now, is it possible? Yes. I just, I don't know. Um, it, it's too hard, to, I, in my opinion, to give clients the proper representation. Well, so. you know, you mentioned uh, that the realty business is cutthroat. Yeah. Uh, it can be. Now, are, are so what you're telling me then, are there unwritten rules? Are there etiquettes to follow? Is you're a realtor? I mean, you know, there's there's golf course etiquette. We know there's yeah. things you probably shouldn't do. And, and you know, there's the unwritten rules. But um, in order to feel good about yourself and the people you're working with, are there these kind of unwritten rules? And well, I mean, yeah, once you get under, you know, agency with a with an agent, um, you know, they have their fiduciary duties that they have to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the client. Um, I mean, between realtors and stuff. Yes, there is, you know, especially when you go through. Um, to do a showing, leave the house as you find it. Um, we've had some agents leave doors wide open with the keys still in the door. Oh, I boy. mean, <laughs> you get sidetracked. You know what I mean? There's, sure. Um, one day I wasn't feeling well, and I showed a house up by Fertile, and I almost got back to Grand Forks and reached in my pocket, and I still had the house keys. I was oh, like, oh, no. no. So I had to turn around and drive all the way back to Fertile to put the keys in the lockbox. You know what I mean? But there's, you know, just... Mm-hmm. Treat it as if it's your house. You know, always take off your shoes. You know, just yeah, courtesy things That's like that. the same thing you'd want done at your house. Yep, exactly. All right. So. What do you want to talk about now? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? Well, you know, agency, buyers, sellers, dual agency, appointed agent, there are tons of them. Yes. And it's just do your research. And like I said, we did a whole episode on, you know, research right? And researching mm-hmm. the houses to buy, but spend some time researching the agent. That's mm-hmm. the one we talked about. You know what I mean? Um, call a couple agents, meet with a couple agents. 
Interview yes. them. Interview them. I mean, See just like you're trying to hire somebody is basically what you're doing. Yep. So, I mean, if you're hiring them for your business or if you're hiring them to sell or find you a house, you have to do that. Exactly. I mean, you know, some people, they might just see something on social media or in the newspaper or even drive by a billboard. Just because you have a billboard or you're in the newspaper doesn't mean you're the best. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> exactly. I was joking about it last night. I'm like, how many Berkshire Hathaway faces do you see on bus stops or billboards? Mm-hmm. Absolutely none. Zero. Yeah, we don't we don't need that to sell houses. We have, you know, word of mouth, which is awesome. And and you know, I've learned this after talking with you guys at Berkshire Hathaway. Um, any of that advertising, you pay for it because oh, yeah. you're like a, a contractor. But when you don't need to advertise. That's usually a pretty good thing. And here I'm in the advertising business. But yeah. when you don't need to advertise, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah. I thought about doing a billboard. I was going to team up with my favorite lender. Um, and we were thinking about putting a note on that, on Highway 2 by the airbase and mm-hmm. just uh, your VA, oh. VA home buying team. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that's like. And then you found out how much a billboard costs. Yeah. <laughs> on sale for a discount, it was like 800 a month. I'm like, God. I'd have to close how many houses to justify that? No, I'm good. My problem was is uh, there wasn't a billboard that was big enough to fit my huge head on there, but uh, yeah. we managed to squeeze it in there. What's that? I saw John. I saw John Roberts every day when I first started working here because like I live over on the north end and I saw, yeah. I don't have a camera on me. I saw his billboard right there on uh, Demers by the what industrial a great park. To- yeah. yeah. What, a, what a great way to start your day, right? Right, I know. Yeah, you should have had it right by your house. Like, so my buddy, they live in a, a million-dollar suite on the Strip, mm-hmm. and they said that it's annoying because there's a big billboard lit up out their window, and like you're sitting, he said you'll be sitting in the bathroom brushing your teeth, and in the reflection is like this advertisement for this comedian just staring at you. And he's like, I'm so sick of looking at that guy. I'm like, oh, it must be rough. Well, I, I guess that's what you get for living on the Strip, right? Yeah, I guess so. How does somebody get a hold of Adam Helgeson? Uh, multiple ways. Um, first, you can the easiest is give myself a call at 701-317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. Lots of different tools and uh, stuff on there to look at. Or you can call any of us experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 746-0303. Good seeing you again, ma'am. It's always a pleasure. Have you back again on Friday. Yes, sir. All right. There you go. Adam Helgeson. He's your realty expert on your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And you know what? If uh, you're buying a house from Adam or uh, maybe you want him to sell your house and it might need a little bit of work, get a hold of Executive Properties. Otherwise, Adam's going to get stuck doing it himself, and he probably would. But they do all types of commercial and residential work. Give him a call, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. Know these guys personally. They do an incredible job. Well, until Friday, for Adam Helgeson, your realty expert, I'm John Roberts. That's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.